0: You've been listening to Ken Lane, the Mountain Gardener, Green Thumbs Learned while working in the Family Garden Center. Now welcome back to the Mountain Gardener.
1: And we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week with your garden questions. just what are people talking about? and can we learn to glean some information from that, or at least know what to look for? So oh my gosh. The grasshoppers are taking over the valley areas. That's what they do every summer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what do I do? So it's it's kind of some of that kind of stuff. So welcome to the studio, Lisa. Thank
0: you. Yeah. Good to be back, as always. Really? Yes.
1: Lots of new trees out there. Lots yeah. of new plants. And finally, the fall crops. It's always September, October is a restock right uh, time for the gardens, at least mm-hmm. here in Prescott for this garden center at this right. elevation this is the time we want to be we want to have it fully stocked by halloween for the fourth to get us through winter basically so, so it's, they, it's
0: our winter stuff it's so a winter it's mix. a lot of evergreens uh shrubs that stay evergreen so you're not going to find a rose you're not going to yeah. find a rose of sharon
1: not spring things it's all the winter <laughs> things
0: yeah. yeah but still if you're if it's a great time to look at your yard. We always push that four season gardening, and trust me, you want some evergreens yeah. out in your yard. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. So, questions? Do we have any? Hit us with something really interesting. Something maybe that could stump us both.
0: Ooh, well, this one kind of stumped me, and I didn't know the okay. answer. Um, and we'll see if you know the answer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm my way through. Yeah, let's see.
0: So, Jenny's in Prescott. She says, "Is there a way to encourage tomatoes to ripen faster cool. on on the plant?" Okay. I have a ton of green tomatoes that don't seem to be ripening. Yeah.
1: So, Jenny, th- good question. Actually, that's a tremendous question. So, obviously, you're going with larger tomatoes, so they take longer to produce, and so when you're looking when you're planting your tomatoes each year, you're looking for Days to harvest, Mm -hmm. so or or days to green to red or yellow, whatever your color is, and so you've got one that's a bigger tomato, and they take 80 days instead of 60 days. It takes a little bit longer for yours for big slicing Mm -hmm. uh, uh, brandy wine. If it has anything with the word big or beef in the name, (laughs) it's going to take longer because first of all, the the plant has to grow big enough, and then it has to turn color, and so you're still growing. So what what do you do? Uh, There's a couple things. One, calcium helps your plants get bigger, faster, juicier and green up. So you can spritz the foliage of that tomato with yield booster. It's liquid calcium that will help you get a couple extra days and then watch, too, when you're planting next year. So that'll help it juice it right now. Help you get, you'll get harvesting faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, also days in the sunlight. So if you've got an area in the garden where it's a little more shaded, mm-hmm. it takes longer for those, for the for that foliage to suck up the sun and create the photosynthesis to make the sugars and make your tomato. Again, it's got to get up to size first, then it ripens. And so that's why I encourage a lot of folks, don't go with the really big tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Go with the medium-sized, so early girls, champions, celebrities, Cherokee, uh, green Germans. These are all cherries, grape, grapeberries, yellow pears. These are all smaller, mid-sized to smaller, and then plant those in full sun, mm-hmm. and you would have already been harvesting for two months those tomatoes. Yeah. But if it's a bigger tomato in more shaded areas, it's it's just going to take a little bit longer. Calcium helps uh, the. Uh, um, other one would be flower power. We have a liquid fertilizer. Again, you're, you're sprinkling that on the foliage that gets on the roots. And so you're juicing that plant. So it grows that tomato really fast, gets to size. So now it can spend its time turning color. So that's how to help you, Jenny. Come in and talk to us <laughs> for more. We can help you ripen your tomatoes. Yeah. More sun medium-sized fruits.
0: It is frustrating kind to a little that bit. plant there with all those green tomatoes.
1: Some folks will actually, if they put it in the wrong place, it'll be close to first frost. They still yeah. haven't picked one, yeah. so we're telling them, okay, cover, as you we know, famous <laughs> for Indian summers, cover it, keep the frost off for a couple nights, and then bring it back out in the sun, Yeah. and hopefully you'll get some tomatoes. I've even had some folks, they actually rip the plant out of the ground, they hang it, upside down with the fruit still on it, still not ripe. Mm-hmm. And it ripens on the vine in the garage or someplace where it doesn't get frosted. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it can, not if you get the wrong variety, it can we cause still you some, have yeah, six, another weeks. six
0: weeks or yeah, maybe so, more. so and, you know, go talk to it sweetly. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you. Put the yield booster to flower power. Just juice it. Get get those tomatoes off the vine.
0: Definitely. All right. John and Chino has a neighbor who can give him horse manure that's about a year old. Oh, good for you, John. Wants to know is that a good idea for vegetable beds? Yeah. Um, is is that good? In different bad manure is always
1: great. Yeah. So horse manure the, the secret of the horse manure is you want it to be a year old. You're perfect. Right on time. So John, that leaches out all the salts, helps it to compost. Because horses, they don't digest anything. It just what goes in comes out the other side. <laughs> so you can literally introduce a bunch of weeds or hay or alfalfa into your into your gardens. That's not so good. It's a lot of work. So if you compost it, you get rid of those. And so the other one to watch. So. Uh, Grubs, there's a big, great, big old grub that loves horse manure. Mm -hmm. And so I've had more customers take free manure and put it in their gardens. And all of a sudden grubs eat roots of plants. They're wondering why their plants are fading all of a sudden because the grubs make just kind of screen it. Make sure you don't have a bunch of white worms in there. Mm -hmm. That would be a curse you don't want. Uh, If it's composted well, those will not be in there. And then don't put it on right now because you're still harvesting. So it can be too hot. So get done with your harvest and usually take the manure and put it on as, your har- as you pull those tomatoes up. Zucchinis are done. Cucumbers are out. Then put a two to three inch layer of manure on top of your soil. You're going to you're going to till that under, turn it under about one shovel's depth. And so that's usually done in the winter. Mm-hmm. So usually the end of this year, first part of next. And then you're planting by March one, you're, you're planting mm-hmm. Broccoli, cauliflower, lettuce, spinach—all those leafy things. You're putting you're putting things in the ground. That's how you do it. John, come see us for more.
0: So, if he's putting the manure down,
1: yeah,
0: uh, would you also recommend mulch? Layering mulch in there too, or is, well, is the horse manure kind of covering both? Horse manure those?
1: can do both, especially horse. Now, mm-hmm. if it were turkey or chicken poop or something very hot, yeah, that's a little more dicey. Uh, uh, cow manure and horse manure is a little more—it's kinder, mm-hmm. less hot. So you're just trying to really get the get the get the salt out of there. So mm-hmm. we have a barnyard manure we sell here at the garden center. It's composted for nine to twelve months. Mm-hmm. And it's hot compost. I mean it's like you can see it steaming. And we're doing that to neutralize weeds, get rid of, of grubs, mm-hmm. and to leach the salt. That's the whole reason. And it deodorizes it. Mm-hmm. Cause we don't I just got years ago. I just said, I'm not selling poopy, stinky, gross stuff and putting it into the back end of Mercedes and Cadillacs and Lexus, that's just offensive in so many ways we're going to do deodorized manure and that's how we do it and, mm-hmm. and a, a year old composted horse manure pot should be the same way okay
0: all right next question is from chris in prescott valley this is he says my maple never seems to color as nicely as my neighbors yeah, okay we yeah. have some some maple envy going on. Yeah, we do. Here. I can
1: sense it now, Chris. I feel <laughs> your pain.
0: Plus well, to know, is there any nutrients, yeah. anything you should be adding to help uh, encourage that fall color?
1: So you've got alkalinity problems. So it's famous out there in that valley area, Presca Valley, Dewey, that whole, whole, all the way up to Chino Valley, pulled and that's, that's very heavy uh, uh, soil. Mm-hmm. And so as you water, the pH creeps up. And if it gets up too high, you'll get muted colors. And that's always a chemistry issue. So your pH is too high. We need to lower the pH and maybe add some iron. So what to do to help Chris right now for this year? Like we're two, three weeks out before we turn color. What can we do now? Mm-hmm. We should have done this six weeks ago. <laughs> but let's recover for now. Okay. We can help you get more better color. We, uh, put the uh, all-purpose plant food on there. That's number one. Number two, there's a, a fast-acting iron we have on the shelf. It's sulfur with iron. And so that's gonna help lower that pH so this so the foods become more available. So the color will the thing is, it takes about a about a foot a day that'll travel. So if it's a really big maple, hopefully we got enough time. We got two, <laughs> three weeks. Hopefully it'll get up to the whole thing and make yeah. it go. But I put a, put those two things down, granular and water it in right away, pray for rain and it's it is going to make better color mm-hmm. is it going to be the same as your neighbors maybe not this year but definitely for next year if we do that a couple times absolutely make a difference come in and we can help you more with that chris okay kenalisa lane the mountain gardeners if new neighbors are encroaching on your privacy We have just the solution.
0: At Waters, we have an entire section of thick, bold plants dedicated to privacy.
1: Fall is a time to plant a new privacy hedge, and we're here as advisors.
0: Take a quick measurement and snap a picture before you come visit, and you'll quickly be living in
1: privacy once again. Plus, our team of experts know how to plant to increase plant growth next spring. We'll show you how. Waters Garden Center. We know privacy in your
0: backyard. You're listening to Ken Lane, a.k.a. The Mountain Gardener. Ken can be found throughout the week in Prescott at Waters Garden Center. Listen each week as he answers timely garden questions unique to mountain gardens.
1: If you enjoy this show and would like to hear more, please subscribe to The Mountain Gardener wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And if you'd like even more garden tips, tricks, and helpful advice, please check out my website at watersgardencenter.com for classes, videos, and more or my online garden center at top10plants.com. Throughout the week, Lisa and I can be found here at Waters Garden Center in Prescott.